Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the coldest takes on the hottest news. I'm Matt Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. I like this new thing, but is it the it's hottest news, incorrect. though? Yeah, no, it's the <laughs> okay. hottest takes on the coldest news is uh, what I go. meant to say, but I didn't do it. They're both pretty good. They're dynamic and exciting. You don't have to think about the yeah. words. I do think that if you just say things quickly, people mm-hmm. probably are fine with it. <laughs> yeah, that's we've done 400 episodes of that, Matt. Yeah, I was going to say, the highest I could, I think this show has ever aspired to is, you know, people being fine with it. I don't like it, but that's fine that they do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to write them a bad review, just because they're yeah. doing it. <laughs> it's not immoral, Actually, but I wish they wouldn't. I would love if our fans re- left reviews for us on positive reviews, you know, give us five a stars. thumbs up or five stars or whatever it is. Uh, but then the text of it just said, it's fine that they keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> We've asked uh, users to leave strange, or users, listeners to leave Oh strange. no! Oh god, Jeff! you're getting, you're a tech bro now, Jeff. We've We've asked content consumers to, <laughs> no, we've. We've asked people to leave strange reviews in the past, and then I go back and look at our reviews, and I'm like, there's five of the same review, and I don't understand the joke that we made them do. (laughs) It's so weird to me that jokes that we came up with in our brains later on, I'm like, this is like an alien speaking. Like, I don't even understand the baseline of this joke, which I came up with, at least in part. Ugh. Art, you, you've yeah. separated the art from the artist in your mind yes. already by accident. Yeah, I wonder if it's like a defense mechanism of people that like you immediately forget what you said so that maybe in the future you can find it funny, because I can never find something funny if I said it. That's not true. Sometimes I have to argue that my jokes are good. Sometimes? Frequently? Yeah, I would say frequently I have to argue that, but I am right that my jokes are good, it turns out. You have to argue with Louisa more than with me. That's true, but I that's have a generous just heart. I mean, we're uh, we're siblings, so we we are contractually obligated to argue. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You have that, uh, that blood pact that you signed at birth. Yep. Should we start saying no relation in the intro <laughs> to this show, like <laughs> Buster Bunny? That would be really funny. Yep. <laughs> Is uh, it? Is it something we can commit to now, all these years later, of uh, telling the truth? Can we start the lie now? <laughs> I mean, we. I think that we shouldn't lie about it in any other way. We should just <laughs> say that, and then just continue to say that we are, in fact, related. I, had, I guess we'll see if we remember to do this next week. <laughs> we absolutely won't. <laughs> I had always assumed that Babs and Buster Bunny were both saying that they're not related to Bugs Bunny, not necessarily that they weren't oh. related to each other. But so many of the, show, the, of the plots of the shows of Tiny Toons revolved around them going on dates. Yeah. um, But I figured they had to be, even in the intro, be like, these two characters are not brother and sister. They, um, I think they've, they're doing a reboot where they are siblings. I guess that's fine. Who cares? (laughs) I guess. Isn't isn't one of them, like, a niece or nephew of Bugs Bunny? Isn't that, like, a thing that they say? Yeah, I don't know, probably. It all yeah, started with goddamn okay. Donald Duck and his little guys. Mm, yeah, that he couldn't keep it in his pants. Anyway, they're hey not guys, his sons. It's officially fall, <laughs> and you know what that means. It's time for us to talk about covers of Halloween songs. Yes, yes. Is, okay. Are you going to make us guess the year they came out? I am. Yeah. So this is a uh, game that I came up with, and I can't remember what it's called. Cover Me Bad. That's definitely not it. But no, that's like it. That is it. That is it. Is it? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what I was talking about. Parallel evolution of a joke. I, was, I felt like I was making up that joke in the moment, and it turns out I did that previously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I am going to tell you the name of a band or performer that covered a song, a famous Halloween song, and you're gonna try to tell me the decade, and you get a bonus point if you can tell me the year. Okay. Okay? Okay. Today's song is the timeless, perfect classic that has no no notes, cannot be improved upon. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, of course, about Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Very good. Uh, with I, secret background vocals by Michael Jackson. 
It's true. I listened to this song last night in preparation for this bit, and I love the wild swings he takes at accents throughout the song <laughs> as if they did the song all in one take and he's like no i can do a british accent this time you guys yeah i feel like he's trying to be fancy for unknown reasons in that song his character i don't know why yeah but not all the time yeah. just some lines he says with a crazy like british ish accent yeah but then he just goes back to singing his normal way the rest of the time Anyway, it's a great song. It's a great music video. I was telling Jen last night, the music video for this song is like it was one of those music videos that is made for a movie and they had to include clips from the movie in the video, except the movie never got made. (laughs) Yeah, which is possibly true because I don't know the history of that song, but I would believe it. I don't think it is true. I think that this was, as I understand it from listening to the Punch Up the Jam episode about it, where they talked a little bit about its history. Rockwell's father was a Barry big Gordy. Time... What? Barry Gordy. Oh my god, sure. really? He was Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Barry one of Gordy's son? Many, yes. many sons. So he's related to LMFAO? Yeah. Both of them. Both of them. Because they're uncle and nephew. One of them is his half brother. Crazy. Is Bugs Bunny's niece. And the other can only tell lies. Yes. Um, so anyway, I think the idea was that, uh, his dad, because he knew a bunch of people in the record biz, was, like, trying to set up his son to succeed. So it wasn't related to a movie in any way, as far as I know. Anyway, Somebody's Watching Me, great Halloween song, a mainstay of Halloween parades everywhere. Can you guys tell me in what year the band Cyberfunk covered Somebody's Watching Me? Hmm. I have an instinct right away. Okay. 2009. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to say this might be a trick name and it's from the 80s. Oh, I wish I could remember exactly when the original came out, but I'm going to guess 1988. Jeff was very close. It was 2010. Ah, <laughs> damn. Okay. So they were a little behind the times. Yep. Uh, okay. How about Morris Day? Morris Day in the time? That must be right after Solo the- Morris Day Shit. after the time. <laughs> but the time is like 20 guys. How could he do anything by himself? Who's going to hold up his giant mirror for him on stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he can't. Nobody can be watching him if he doesn't have a giant mirror. <laughs> I don't Shit. know this artist, so Shit. I'm going to have a tough time of this. What song did Morris Day in the time do? I know the name, but I can't put my finger on the the song i can't remember now which totally sucks because i like them although they only had one hit i think and i do love love their antics where he's like a super fancy guy like i said he would have his band members hold up a big mirror for him on stage so he could look at himself jungle love yes main song was jungle love i'm gonna guess 2002 i want i wish i knew in the original because i want to say the very next year after that I will tell you the year of the original if you want. Okay, yes, please. It was released psychotically in (laughs) January of 1984. That's insane. Although, Big Brother did start watching you in 1984. You know what I think it is? Um, (laughs) Because uh, Barry Gordy helped uh, the Jackson 5 really get off the ground, and then Michael Jackson always felt like he was a father figure to him. I think... They just saw the success of Thriller and were like, yeah, let's kind of just do that, is why I think that happened in the first place. We'll even get the same guy. Yeah, exactly. For sure, yes. So I'm going to say 1985. 2003. Yes! Incredible! I'm so good at this game. Add one to whatever your next guess is, Jeff. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. I've got two more for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Next one is Sharon Needles. Oh boy, that's gotta be a either a drag queen or a punk band. I've never heard of Sharon Needles, so I'm just gonna go with my guess. It is a drag queen. Good job, Jeff. Oh man, Jeff, you're so good at this. I'm gonna I'm, just say 1999. There I go. Uh, 2021. 2019. Damn, okay. Still close. Jeff is still the closest, though. I assume that that is a performer on Dragula because of the spooky name. (laughs) I don't know. Is that the name of the Halloween-themed 
Netflix drag one. <laughs> it should be if it's not. Um, they are a member of the Christmas Queens, which I guess is a group of uh, drag queen performers. They should be the, the Hallow Queens for this time of year. Mm, that's a good idea. Uh, okay, final final one, and this one I feel like should be, every time we do this game, this should be the final challenge round. It all comes down to this. Here is the big challenge, you guys. Kids bop. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I knew when kids bop started, and I don't. But in my mind, I see the number 2008, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with 2004. Jeff got it exactly right. Yes! Incredible, Jeff. <laughs> I Jeff. thought 2003 and added one. <laughs> That's incredible. I want to I ask the question because I know our audience is asking it. Are you looking at a Wikipedia entry about this right now? <laughs> no, I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry for Dragula the car, trying to find out about Dragula the TV show. It is called Dragula. Is there? Okay. I was going to say, I've never heard of this show before. It could just be a beautiful creation of your mind, but I guess. No, it's the Boulet Brothers Dragula. Search for the world's first drag super monster. <laughs> wow. That's okay. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's a Netflix show. Check it out, I guess, if you uh, are into that type of thing. Yeah. I have it on good authority that it's good for people who enjoy that type of thing. <laughs> See, Jeff's yeah. always studying music and being part of music playlist groups, and I just can't compete with that. Yeah, I mean, I did just make the uh, October playlist for my, my playlist club. Very nice. Uh, actually, if you if you ask me about what I did this week, I can say more about that. Hey, Jeff, what'd you do this week? Mm. Uh, I made a playlist uh, for my uh, another Discord I'm in. I say another, meaning not the one for the show or the one for us being friends. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And the I'm trying to bring up the the like Google Sheet that I used to plan this thing. Uh, but basically, every month there will be an album a day playlist, but like weekends off, so you have a chance to catch up. Um, and I decided October I would do. Uh, I made a playlist titled Highways to Hell. Um, nice. And the first week is albums recorded by artists who knew they were going to die soon. Oh, man, mm. that's depressing. Um, and then the next week is Killer Records, albums by people who are uh, famous for killing. Oh, um, damn. That's upsetting. <laughs> uh, yeah, did you know Jack Kevorkian did a jazz album in 1997 at the height of his fame for being the assisted suicide doctor? I now that seems... That. I mean, I understand why he's included in your list, but that seems like a different thing to me. Like, I feel like... I actually feel very sorry for Jack Kevorkian, who I think was right, <laughs> and yeah. history will prove was right. But we all treat him as if he is a di- uh, another murderer. I mean, a I mean, I also had to bend the list a little bit because it's kind of hard to find. Like, yeah. Sid, Sid Vicious didn't have other bands and I didn't want to include the Sex Pistols. Um, mm. I mean, he had other bands, but they didn't reco- you, record anything. You don't like that kind of language. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that they should respect the Queen more. Um, and <laughs> Did I you didn't include uh, Spectre. Even though he yes. produced music and didn't perform any of it, as ah, far as I know. Oh, but he I... did kill James Bond that one time. Oh, no, shit, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, f- <laughs> I found... Wouldn't that be great if there was one movie where the bad guys <laughs> did win? <laughs> and then they just made another James Bond movie afterwards and never addressed it? That would be great. Yeah. So, quick digression. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you have any investment in the James Bond franchise? No. Uh, I hate it. Is that a kind of investment? No, but uh, 30 seconds of spoilers. They do kill James Bond at the end of the last one. Nice. And after the credits, like after the credits of everyone, it says James Bond will return. Nice. And there's a new James Bond next time, right? That's what they're getting at? Yeah, it's just like they've never ended an actor's tenure by killing James Bond. That's crazy. Yeah, they should have been doing this the whole time, like Doctors Who. Well, I mean, I will say... 
there is a moment I had to watch all these terrible James Bond. I mean, I didn't have to, but I watched them all at, in preparation for a role in a live action role playing game that I played. Nerd, nerd alert. Um, yep, nerd alert. Um, and when Sean Connery was replaced by George Lazenby, <laughs> is that the guy who replaced him? Doesn't matter. I don't remember the, the one that was line. only in for one movie. Um, <clears throat> the very opening scene. You know how they have the opening action sequence? Yes, where, like, yeah. James Bond is on a different mission before the thing actually starts. Oh, yeah. The, the opening scene is him, like, running onto a beach where a woman seems to be being attacked by a spy, and he, like, fights them. But then the woman slaps him, and she's like, we were in the middle of, like, doing a scene or whatever. And then George Lazenby looks at the camera and says, this never happened to the other guy. <laughs> and then the, the opening credits start. <laughs> That's really good. It's really good. (laughs) The rest of that movie is such garbage, but that is a good joke. Yeah, I comedy one, the original Casino Royale. You know, I didn't watch that one because it was like that predates the franchise. It's it's not really a part of the the series proper. Mm, Okay, Um, but it was pretty comedic. It still was like an action movie more than anything, but he had some wisecracks in there. Uh, I I don't, in general, care for the James Bond movies, but I did enjoy the Daniel Craig run. I only skipped mm-hmm. one of them, uh, Quantum of Solace, because I heard it was bad. Um, anyway. I wonder, I wonder how James Bond could possibly continue in a world where John Wick is, and is just a better version of the thing? It's different, though. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I think that there's a, a like there's an intrigue element to James Bond that John Wick doesn't have. John Wick is mm-hmm. just like like oh, we woke up a bear who is single-mindedly going to hunt down and kill each one of no, us. Jeff, Jeff, you're thinking of Cocaine Bear again. <laughs> yes, god damn it. I always I'm always thinking of Cocaine Bear. Although Keanu Reeves does an incredible job in that bear costume. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like with the Daniel Craig Bond specifically, they got away too much from that. James Bond should be a suave guy you think could never be a spy, and then also he's a great spy. Like, Daniel Craig looks like he could beat somebody up. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Craig looks like he is a murderer, whereas I feel like the idea of, like, um, Roger Moore yeah. fighting someone is a joke. Yeah, like Pierce Brosnan being James Bond was like peak. Like, oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's too fancy for this. Yeah, I mean James Bond is basically just the Scarlet Pimpernel, right? Not as yeah, good as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Well, nah. no, I, not as good. I guess in a way they were trying to get back to that Sean Connery steez of like he's kind yeah. of a rough guy with Daniel Craig. Yeah. <sighs> Although he's quite a dainty sort of gentleman in the early uh, James Bonds until he starts fighting people. Mm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> for for Phil Spector, I got an album called Phil's Flip Sides, uh, performed mm. by the Phil Spector Wall of Sound Orchestra. Mm. Okay. Um, an all-instrumental album. And then the w- place where I had to bend the rules was the first studio album studio album by John Hinckley, who did not succeed at killing anyone, but the person he tried to kill deserved it. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe. He didn't, listen, he mm. didn't try to kill Reagan for the right reasons, but it's yeah. still yeah. good that he tried to kill Reagan. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you kill a politician I... for the wrong reasons and it's yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't know that I super love the idea of killing bad politicians, but I do understand the instinct, and I do applaud it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's you applaud it in Minecraft. That's what you meant to say. Yes, <laughs> it's. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying that I will applaud if you do. <laughs> it's, it's not one of my ideals, but I will uh, never defend the right to live of someone who uh, laughed at AIDS deaths. Mm, yeah, so. agreed. Uh, my other questions are: Are there any Charles Manson music? Yes, uh, I yes. I, I put his only uh, official release, the Love and te- uh, sorry, Lie colon the Love and mm. Terror Cult, uh, which was published while he was in prison and used his mugshot as the cover. Nice. Um, are there any ones who are uh, more famous as being a musician than a murderer on your list? I mean, Phil Spector and I mean, Stephen Tyler, maybe. Did he kill someone? 
no. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to make that. <laughs> I, I I felt like that. I just wanted to pick a random musician and make it sound like I thought I had more information. Than you <laughs> that guys, is funny, no. though. Uh, what I hate I thought- is the first person I thought of was Marvin Gaye, but he was a victim of murder. Yeah. Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like probably somebody like vehicular manslaughtered somebody and probably. just got away with it because they were rich. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there was. I didn't want to include the band Mayhem. Um, do you know? Have you heard of this band? Is that that Swedish band that the main guy is a murderer? Um, yeah, they. I think they were Norwegian. Death metal. Norwegian, yeah, death um, metal. But yeah. yeah, they they started the the uh, black metal genre. Right. There was that movie with a Culkin in it a few years ago, Lords of Chaos. Mm. Uh, and the story of the band is kind of crazy. Um, the lead singer, whose stage name was Dead, um, bad bad stage name. <laughs> well, he ended his own life. Um, and Imagine trying to write a newspaper headline about that. <laughs> dead, dead. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Dead, <laughs> dead, Fed <laughs> said. Is that anything? Yes. Oh, man. I didn't know this was a 1940s newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I write newspaper headlines, and if you don't like me, you shouldn't have hired me. Yeah. They always um, spin towards the camera when you reveal them. Yeah. I can't make them stop. After that, the bassist stabbed the guitarist to death and went to prison, um, and at least two of them were neo-Nazis. And then after that, didn't a bunch of people vote to have the murderer guy's face on the side of an airplane? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Was it that bad? Varg Vickers is his name, and he's out of prison now and uh, is like a right-wing chud on Twitter. Mm. Sounds about right. Anyway, that is a band I didn't want to include, so that's why I had to bend yeah. the rules a little and put Mr. Hankley here. Third week is Haunted and Cursed Records. Um, okay. I've got uh, Nine Inch Nails record recorded in the uh, in uh, 10,050 Cielo Drive, where Sharon Tate was killed. Mm. Um, Trent Reznor was confronted by Sharon Tate's sister like, hey, are you trying to exploit my sister's death? And he was like, oh, damn, I forgot people are real. Yeah, this <laughs> was evil. This was evil and bad of me to do. Damn it. Um, yeah. Uh, another c- recorded by the band Puris, I think is how it's pronounced. It's spelled all capital P-V-R-I-S. Um, but they recorded it in a haunted church. Um, you should do that one Simon and Garfunkel song where the... Baseline is just them dropping a phone book down a flight of stairs in an old church. Spooky. Um, it's not cursed at all, but it is a cool sound. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Vaguely. No. There's that, I don't. There's I don't know why I said vaguely. Like, I don't know at all. Lie to die. Lie to die. Die die to die. Die die to die. You know that one? Which one is that shit? It's gonna, you know what is I'm that the boxer? About. Is that the boxer? <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, that <laughs> okay. song. there's like a sound in the background that's like a a loud slamming noise and apparently Mm. they were just dropping i think it was actually like a big pole or something down a flight of stairs and that's what they used to make the bass the the rhythm line of that song pretty good (laughs) uh did you know the guy who hosts ghost adventures uh did a an electronica album with a famous 90s electronica guy that he says contains recordings of ghosts because that is I put on that, the playlist. That guy will do fucking anything to stay... I want to say famous, but that doesn't seem like the right word. Yeah. I watch, every year, one of my favorite things to do around Halloween time is to watch the um, the two Halloween baking competition shows that are on like Food Network or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's the Halloween Baking Championship, which is incredible, and it just started last week, so you should watch it. And then there is the... Um, uh, what is it called? Halloween competition? Something like that. Um, where they have to make giant sculptures out of food. Mm. Uh, and this past season, they had a guest host, and it was that guy from Ghost Adventures. <laughs> but he didn't even show up on set. They wheeled out like a TV on an AV cart like it's middle school. I thought it was going to be they... a Ouija board. <laughs> uh, I mean, that even that would have been better. <laughs> Fucking... I don't know who the fuck this guy is, and then you wheel out his thing, and then you make 
actual chefs that know what they're talking about introduce this absolute dipshit who has no idea what the fuck is going on, who recorded all his shit in April. Oh my god, it made me so mad. If you're gonna wheel out a TV cart, it's gotta be Jigsaw as the guest host. Oh, that's a good one too. Oh, Max Headroom, speaking of weird events, I'm thinking about him, the guy taking over the TV airwaves. The spanking thing. What? Did he threatened to destroy the government this? or something? I don't know about spanking involved, but yeah. I do know about the Max Headroom signal intrusion, of course. So he, they did two or three videos, I can't remember, but the first one was him just talking. But the second one was a recording of a young girl speaking while he was spanking his own butt with a, like a hand on a stick. Hmm. Huh. Strange. Weird. Yeah. Yep. What were we talking about? <laughs> Music? Uh, oh, yeah. My last week is just Satanic Panic jams. Black Sabbath, Lil Nas X, all the good stuff that people freak out is the devil's music. You're leaving all the low-hanging fruit for the last- Because all the good music is the devil's music, as well. <laughs> yeah. That's, is that where you put Highway to Hell? Because I feel like you need to have that song on this uh, collection. No, it's- uh, oh. I, I did not include ACDC at all, actually. Damn it. Uh, the closest I've... I get is the eponymous album uh, Black Sabbath That's by Black good. Sabbath. I said it was In... eponymous, but I still felt the need to say it twice. <laughs> um, and then for the 30th and 31st, which are Monday or Tuesday, it's not a themed week. It's just two albums I consider spooky. One is by David Lynch, and it's called Crazy Clown Time. <laughs> oh, I've heard this before. <laughs> They did it. Brian David Gilbert did a game stream to that album. Hmm. It's just fun, creepy music to listen to. Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's what I did with my week. What about you, Louisa? Uh, I have started watching some older movies. Thank goodness the writers have been able to apparently get what they want, their guild, from the strike. But I know yep. SAG-AFTRA is still on strike. So I'm trying not to talk about modern stuff, but I, I feel like maybe it's okay to talk about older stuff. Anyway, I've been watching uh, movies that are uh, about the topic of food, mm-hmm. which okay. has been like Jiro Dreams of Sushi type stuff. I haven't seen that yet. That's on my list. Okay, but kind of. Yeah, not so much documentary, more narrative. So I have already seen when I was younger. I saw Babette's Feast and Chocolat, and there's another one I was thinking of. Oh, Tom Popo, the ramen movie. Yeah, but just this week I saw Big Night, and uh, ooh, what's it called? The Lunchbox, which were both okay. very good. So these just- are movies with narratives and uh, kind of romantic, I guess. But the thing they're built around is food, which is a fun mm. theme. You got Ratatouille in there? No, I have already seen it. Do I want to see it again? Maybe I don't know. It's pretty good. Um, eh. <laughs> so- <laughs> How about Hannibal? No, not that. <laughs> the TV show is about food. I wouldn't say any of the movies is. He loves those fava beans. Yeah, what about the fava beans? When everyone yeah. throws their fava beans in the theater because they're so excited. Yeah, yeah. and everyone starts <laughs> sucking their teeth about oh, the yeah. fava beans. <laughs> this is a good question. Are you going to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show because of that scene where they eat meatloaf? <laughs> I like that you have that, and then if this was written down, you'd have an asterisk to a footnote. Not that meatloaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not what you think. It would be notice the capitalization. (laughs) There's a space between. Mm -hmm. Both words are capitalized, so you know. Yep. Yep. They're on the meatloaf a day diet. (laughs) That that was that was the man's name. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. Rest. Yeah, he was probably a jerk. Younger. By the time he died, he was into some pretty bullshit right wing. Yeah. Anyway, I I do like that clip of him flipping out from The Apprentice, where Gary Busey keeps trying to calm calm him down, just saying "meat, meat, calm down, meat, meat." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, so it's. Do you think he didn't know that Fight Club was a movie? Do you think he was just there? <laughs> no, he was trying to start his acting career because of his vocal notes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Louise. I just came up with that joke and I wanted to say it. 
Uh, is that a food movie fight club? <laughs> no. Um, they, oh, no, no. So, they make... Yeah, I was going to say. I was getting confused. I thought they were eating human fat, but they were putting it in soap, weren't they? Ugh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's soap isn't gross. much better, but it's definitely better. We can all agree. Are you going to watch uh, Sausage Party or Food Fight, any of these no, animated horrible foods? If they're movies? garbage, they don't count, because I'm not okay. trying to do... Here's the thing, this is only for me, this is my personal film festival, so I don't want to watch any trash, because I'm like, well, I lawyered myself into this. Mm. I want to watch good movies that are also what about, about a love of food. What about My Dinner with Andre, which is a good movie <laughs> that you will not enjoy watching? <laughs> uh, I'll consider it, but probably not. Mm. I might I watch the menu, that might be too scary for me, though. Nah, it's not... It's not that scary. I guess it might be too scary for you. I don't think yeah. it's that scary. <laughs> um, Chef, the the oh, yeah, John yes. Favreau movie, people that like that on, one. That is on my list, yes. And also, there is a documentary that's only an hour long called Garlic is as Good as Ten Mothers. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Um, I Werner Herzog is interviewed in it, apparently. He's like huh. listed as the quote-unquote star, but it's a documentary talking about uh, the... Uh, the mythology surrounding garlic in different cultures so looking forward to that that's fun yeah so uh, are you trying to stay more non-fiction or are you open to either no i am i am watching a lot of fiction so oh okay um you should do um oh, what is that movie spanglish is that about food i feel like i saw yes. that once adam sandler and adam sandler plays a chef in it and it uh, is a lot about food hmm. huh don't know if I'm gonna um, watch an Adam Sandler movie again. What if this? I mean, his his non comedy movies are pretty okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what if this becomes a mini series on your other podcast mm. about food movies? Like yeah, yeah. Food Ooh, movies. And you try to recreate a dish from every movie you watch. Yeah. You could make wasn't ratatouille this... from ratatouille. Wasn't this? What was that? Was it TNT? Dinner and a movie, yeah. Dinner and a oh, movie, yes. yeah. yeah. But yeah. they never did the actual thing yeah, they, of making right. the actual meal that's in the movie, which is what <laughs> you want, obviously. Yeah, you've got to do uh, no substitutions: colon dinner and a movie. Your new, mm-hmm. your new special miniseries. This is a great yeah. idea. That wouldn't be bad. And you could have people date based on the playlists that they. Play. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, we can combine all of our Oh ideas. shit, that was before we started recording. No one will ever know what that joke means. <laughs> yep. Damn. Yeah, no one will ever know because we will forget by the time this airs. So if anyone yes. asks us, we'll be like, I don't remember. Sorry. Yeah. yeah you even celebrated the fact that uh that, that we, hadn't we hadn't started, started recording. recording. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh. You're doing the thing you accuse me of doing. So how does it taste? Do you feel bad, don't you? Wait, what is the thing that I'm doing? Taste your own goddamn medicine, buddy. Doing doing a callback to before we were recording the show. Oh, do I accuse you of that? Probably, I accuse you of a lot of things. Yes, true. (laughs) Uh, So, are there any food movies you guys like? I guess what I'm looking for here is a good movie, an enjoyable movie, Mm -hmm. but themes of the movie are about enjoying food. Like, watching the movie makes you remember the feelings of enjoying food. Does that make sense? Yes, but it can be hard to think of. I mean, Ratatouille is a good one. Uh, Big Night, which I'd never seen before, is a movie from the '90s about the '50s. A pair of brothers who are Stanley Tucci and uh, mm, what's his name? Alan Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Oh yes, that's the opposite of Alan Cumming. (laughs) They have an Italian restaurant. They're trying to save with one big night of a delicious meal. So you see them making that. Looks amazing. And what then, about Willy yes, Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? No, that food looks gross. <laughs> what about Hook? No, that food it's is not fake. about the food, Matt. <laughs> the, what? That food eat is pray, imaginary. Eat, pray, I love. Uh, they eat it. I see them eating the food in the movie. Yeah, that's true. All food in movies is imaginary if you think about it. Oh boy, eat, pray, love. Maybe I read the book and I didn't like it very much. I don't know. Mm. Do I want to watch that. All movie? I keep thinking about is the TV series Julia, which I know you've already mm-hmm. watched and is very good. Oh, I should watch uh, Julie and Julia, which I have oh not yeah, seen. there you go. All right, I'll yeah. put that on my no, list. Another good. Tell option. me if it's any good. I always wonder if I should watch it or not, but I feel like it would be incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. Probably. But if it's good, I would watch it. Yeah, I'll give it a try. We'll see. 
Yeah, uh, the other one I watched this week was uh, The Lunchbox, which is a story of two people in Mumbai and a housewife's lunch that she makes for her husband every day accidentally gets given to a different man and they start to communicate through notes in the lunchbox passing back and forth. So it's a very Mm. sweet movie. How about, is Fried Green Tomatoes about food? Have you watched this? I haven't and I don't know. I think it is. Oh, you should watch um, Batteries Not Included, that hamburger (laughs) robot. (laughs) Uh, mm, Does a robot count as food? And I have well, seen they, that movie, so... They make hamburgers, though, you see. I mean, that's true. I think you'd probably like the movie Pig, which is Nicolas Cage going on a John Wick-style action journey to try and get back his truffle, truffle hunting pig. Uh, is there food in that at all? Yeah, I mean, he's... He's like a retired chef, and he sells the truffles to, like, fancy restaurants. But does anyone eat eat it? <laughs> like, I've I've heard about this movie before and thought about watching it, but it, it seems like it's a lot about ingredients of food, but does That's it ever actually get turned into food that people eat? <laughs> all of the things in food, all of the ingredients, are also food. Yeah, but if you get to that level, then you can be like, yeah, you should watch Children of the Corn, because there's corn in it, and corn could be food. No, but it's because it's about food, and a guy who cooks. Maybe. I mean, I'll consider it, but I don't know. No pressure? No rush? I don't know. Really, I want to see Don't don't watch it. rush about food. He probably stops off for a Giro or something, right? On his yeah, uh, bike bike journeys. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm really looking for movies which the camera focuses on a montage of like making a delicious dish. I don't know. Mm. I mean, okay. Jeff said it earlier, but I'm going to reiterate it. Jiro seems Dreams of Sushi yeah. is genuinely an excellent movie about food and about madness being good sometimes, I think. Yes, you're right. And I will definitely watch that. So anyway, that's just a fun little thing I've set up for myself, and uh, I think I should do that more. It's getting me to watch movies I'd heard of and heard mm-hmm. were worth watching and just never have, but now that I've given myself a film festival, I'm doing it. So that's really good. Yeah, you said earlier you didn't want to lawyer yourself into watching something bad, but I feel like that's the only reason I ever do this kind of project <laughs> is because I'm, I want to force myself to do things that I think is bad in case they turn out to be good, which they never do, Yeah, but you never know. That is tricky because uh, last year I decided I wanted to watch some romantic comedies I heard were so good and I never had, and I watched Sleepless in Seattle, and that's not a very good movie, it turns out. And that kind no, of it's not. deflated my whole <laughs> plan because I was like, ugh, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it's, this. It's wild that Sleepless in Seattle is the one that people remember, even though it wasn't good. And then they made You've Got Mail, which was good, but no one, but everyone thinks of as a joke. Yeah, it was too tied to AOL, to be fair. They That's really true. dated that movie. Yeah. Anyway, that was very enlightening for me, and I enjoyed that a lot. But Matt, what have you been doing this week? So I've been watching TV shows, modern TV shows, but neither of them are struck projects, so I feel like it's okay to talk about. Mm -hmm. The first one, which I don't want to get into too deeply because I know a lot of our listeners are watching it or have just finished watching it, but I just finished the final season of Sex Education on Netflix, uh, and it is just an incredible show. Have you guys watched it at all? I have not. No, it's on my list, but I haven't. Um... It does a really interesting job of um, being inclusive in a way that I've literally never seen in any show before. Not just in terms of, like, gender identity and queerness, but also, um, you know, disability and people of different ages and all of these different things. And sort of, like, examining... What's great about the show is I can only think of one character who is just a villain and doesn't have any deeper, like, explanation of why they are the way they are. Everyone else that you think you don't like, you will eventually come to realize is a good person who is just struggling with their own problems. Mm. The only person that is purely bad is Jason Isaacs, and he is purely bad in everything, so. Yeah, that's his main, (laughs) he never plays a good guy. Yes, correct. So, 
that's fine. <laughs> but everyone else, even the worst person you see, they do. Uh, they have an edi- episode dedicated to like here's why this person is so damaged but it doesn't apologize for them but it explains them to you which i think is good Hmm, um and they had a lot of uh genuinely trans actors and actresses in the last season which was very good i think they did a good job of taking on board the criticism of the show which was even though this show is about people of different gender identities and races and uh backgrounds all blending together it was all sort of told through the point of view of a white man um that this last season centers otis the main character from the early seasons much less and it focuses more on the other characters who are across the spectrum of identities interesting did this show that's nice maybe maybe if i have space for a show in my life uh at some point i'll consider this one i think it's probably i would say it is definitely the best uh streaming original tv series i've ever seen Mm. uh and it's probably the best tv show i have seen in the last five years did the show end yes this is the last season of it did they know it was gonna end did they end on their own terms yeah, so I just read an interview with the writer, the head writer of the sh- the show, and she said that she started writing the season not knowing that when she wrote all the scripts it was coming to a natural conclusion, but once she finished the storyboards for the season, she went to the, the Netflix people and said, this is going to be my last season because this is like a logical end for all of the characters. Okay, that's pretty good. It's always nice to see something that gets to tell a whole story. Yeah, yeah, it does a good job of knowing when a story is done. For instance, in the last season, there are a handful of characters, four or five characters from earlier seasons who just don't appear or barely appear. Um, and again, this interview, she's the, the head writer said like, yeah, those people's stories were done, so they're still around, but like we didn't need to focus on them anymore, which hmm. is true. I felt like that was that was true of those characters. Pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, everyone should, I, I genuinely think that if you want to be a human being in the world with compassion, uh, sex education is a good show to watch to help you understand how to be more compassionate to your fellow human. Is this, is this show like a British import or something? It was written and written by British people and produced by a British company and all the actors are British, but it was paid for by netflix so it is british in every way except for one i guess but it's one of those ones that they can call a netflix original when they talk about it right and it never unlike some stuff that are quote-unquote netflix originals it never aired on british tv Uh It, it just aired as a streaming series on netflix interesting so you're saying Netflix is good and whatever they want to do with actors and writers is also good? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. I haven't read the news in two years, but that is my understanding, yes. <laughs> oh, folks, we got him. We got him on tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other series I've been watching, which is also kind of an international import, and Jeff, I think you will especially like this one. Have you guys heard of the uh, Korean drama Moving? No. I have not. Okay, so this is a Hulu original, but it it came out internationally before it came out in America um, because it is it is not dubbed. It is all subtitles, Korean production, but it is like if the show Heroes hmm. had stayed good. Okay, <laughs> like the first season of Heroes, yeah, uh, where it was good. This is like that, but set in a high school in Korea. Hmm. So is it like Umbrella Academy or any of the many other mutant power teens shows that have come about since? It is much more grounded in what the real life experience of having superpowers would be like than those shows. Hmm, In the way that Heroes was where... There was a lot of people being like, I don't even know if I have superpowers or not, or people being like, I have this superpower, but if anyone ever found out about it, it would be actually really bad for me. Or like, I'm a person and I'm not sure what the limits of these powers are, so I don't want to risk 
using them too much or whatever. So there's a lot of that vibe. Um, and yeah, the other thing about it is that I feel like it does a good job of actually making the people's powers scary to them. One of the biggest criticisms I had of Heroes, which I think everyone has said now, but Nathan Petrelli being like, oh, these superpowers are a curse. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, oh, well, yeah, what's your superpower? And he's like, I can fly. Yeah. How the fuck is that a curse to you, (laughs) asshole? I'm trying to be a regular boring politician and I can fly. It's so sad. (laughs) Yeah. But the main character of this series also has the superpower of can fly. Yeah. And they make it an absolute nightmare. (laughs) Watching the show, you're like, oh, fuck, this would be a disaster because he can't control when he flies. Mm. So he has to always be carrying a backpack full of heavy weights on his back in case he starts to float and can't stop. And so he's always like looking at the sky like he's about to fall off the earth. And that is fucking terrifying. (laughs) That's pretty pretty good. good. Yeah, I do like like that. that. Yeah. So um, and I also like that America is the bad guy in this series, which is true and correct. Um, And I like the fact that it is, it does the same kind of thing that Heroes did, where it's about this group of teens who have superpowers, but then it keeps flashing backwards and forwards to the lives of their parents, who it turns out also have superpowers. That's not much of a spoiler. That's like halfway through the first episode. So um, you find out that like, their parents all used to be people who worked for the Korean government and then retired, and now someone is trying to kill all of them. Hmm. It's a very good show, and I was surprised at how um, it it it's very lighthearted and sweet while also being genuinely tense and scary. Hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, so if you liked the first season of Heroes and you want to see more like that, I highly recommend this. It is quite violent, so if that bothers you, be be forewarned that that might happen. Okay. No, that sounds badass. Yeah, um, the guy who is the American assassin who is killing a bunch of people, he is he has basically Wolverine powers, um, and they do really really great action sequences with him to the point where i'm like why didn't any of the wolverine movies do this shit this is awesome (laughs) that's fun (laughs) yeah so um so that's what i've been up to and now let's get on to the show now we can start the show let's start recording yeah okay all right three two no Yeah. So what we do on this show is we let the news algorithms determine what stories are important to us, uh, and then we scroll through a lot of them until we find an unimportant story, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we talk about that story. And today, Google News has served up to me a story that the headline is, Golden Bachelor Jerry Turner, 72, Leaves fans buzzing with new selfie just one day after show's big debut. <laughs> have you guys heard about Golden Bachelor? I have. I this story sounds like nothing. He released a photo of himself. Ooh, what a shock. What? Yeah. He posted a photo that it's like, I'm excited about this season, and everyone's fucking <laughs> buzzing about it. I mean, this is such a nothing news story, but I do yes. want to talk about how hilarious it is that... The Bachelor was like, oh, only olds watch TV anymore. <laughs> we need to make a show just for olds that convince them they're still relevant. I love this idea, though, because reality TV was interesting when people who were close to regular people but wanted to be on re- a reality show were on it. And then it just yeah. became people who wanted to be influencers. And yeah. if it can be about older people trying to fall in love, maybe we can get back away from the the, the worst parts of it. I don't know. Hopefully. But these are going to be the worst older people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yes. But that might be better than the worst 22-year-olds who just want to be famous. I can't believe that's true. <laughs> like, the worst 22-year-olds who just want to be famous are still not actively working to destroy the world in the way that old people are (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but these old people might be so self-absorbed they're not actively doing anything 
I find that hard to believe. I don't think you rise to the level of being known by television executives without having done some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see what kind of shenanigans these olds get up to. Oh no, I just thought. I know it's the Golden Bachelor, and he is an older man, and that that's what that means. I, I This whole time I've been assuming that there would be age-appropriate love interests, but now I'm terrified that maybe there aren't. Maybe it's just all ages. Ugh, is it? I mean, it very much depends on how you define age-appropriate, I think. Shit. There are some people in this this picture that look like they're in their probably 40s. Oh, no. I don't like that. Yeah. I That's mean, at least it's not, not 20s. Great. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's at least older than people usually get to be on dating shows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's something, I guess. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh, but one fan says, quote, it's going to be the best season of The Bachelor yet. So <laughs> they would know they're a fan oh, in yeah. the show. You can always well. trust a fan. Yeah. They didn't even say the name of the fan. This is the full quote from this article. Quote, one excited follower said, uh-huh. best Bachelor franchise season yet, hands down. Great. So they're just pulling quotes off Instagram, I assume. Yeah. I guess, but you gotta say the screen name of the the yeah. person who posted it, don't you? You don't have to do anything. <laughs> I guess you don't. Ugh, it's very bad. Yep. There's also a lot of pictures of this Bachelor crying, so maybe that's good. Oh, he's just sad at how about how old he is. Yeah, maybe. Um, I got, once again, posted an hour ago, the same exact Happy Birthday Harrison Ford article. (laughs) Here's some pictures of Harrison Ford on not his birthday. I'm not going to, but I just thought that was very funny. Um, It's funny because last week we talked about whether or not this premise is sustainable because we keep getting the same news stories uh-huh. served up to us but literally the same news story it's yeah. not even like the same post though this one was posted an hour ago it's mm. like they copied and pasted it into a new post for some reason yeah they know they want to hook you into their news cycle yeah. and they're like we know jeff needs to see just like J. Jonah Jameson, except slightly different, he needs to see new pictures oh of Harrison God, Ford. Harrison Ford is Spider-Man. <laughs> it's not too late. He could be, he could be a yes, Spider-Man. It, yes, it is. He's so old. <laughs> Let him uh, rest. Fucking Nick, Nicholas Cage played a Spider-Man like two years ago. Yeah. Deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff. Deal with it, Jeff. The only thing that's interesting to me in here is... Uh, Beyonce's tour is coming to AMC theaters because of. Oh, are they doing one of those like simulcast things? No, it's just like how the Taylor Swift tour came to theaters. Um, was that not simulcast? I don't know anything about it. No, it they was just, just like re re streamed it later. <laughs> no, they <laughs> they just you know they made a concert film, right? Uh, of the the current <clears throat> tour and uh, released it to theaters. Hmm. Um, Sounds like they're just ripping off Justin Bieber, am I right, you guys? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting, um... Not Timbits, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they're munchkins, though. I thought you were describing Justin Bieber as a munchkin, which is not <laughs> untrue. He's just a little guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, and it's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> just like Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, um... It's... It's interesting because I think that this is probably, uh, you know, strike survival move to have some concert films uh, come to theaters by making a deal directly between the theater chain and the artist. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's interesting. Also, uh, recently... Does this mean that Beyonce can no longer be in sag After productions? (laughs) No, because she's not dealing with the studios. Hmm. It's, I guess that's true. She, yeah. you know, she produced the the film, the concert film, and it just made a deal with the theaters directly. Um, functionally, her own movie studio. Yeah, uh, um, she's a mom and pop movie studio. Yeah, mm, pretty clever. Um, I, they just also re released um, "Stop Making Sense" for its 40th anniversary. Oh, yes. I like. Yeah. I want more concert films in theaters, so I can go to the movie theater and see a concert. The best of both worlds. That does sound pretty good. I do like to see concert films because you can actually see everything on the stage. Yeah. Because like being at a concert, a big one, 
it's true the experience is different, but you can't ever see anything, and that's always frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I More and more, I feel like I, when I go to concerts now, I'm not going because I want to see things. I'm just going because I want to be in a room full of people who are also into this music. Yeah. You mm. want to dance and hope that someone offers you some drugs. Yeah. All I've ever wanted was for the people to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to sit nearby and look at the stage and get to hear the music very loud. Yep. That's the dream. <laughs> so... Uh, in that way, I don't know if this, if watching a concert in a movie theater would give me the experience I need. The experience you crave mm-hmm. in your blood. Yep. Uh, Louisa, what'd you get for the news? Oh, are we doing it that way? I was waiting for an opportunity to start. Oh, that. I don't know. I just don't know how we do it. I have a important news article. It came out just oh god, okay, two okay, days okay, ago. Yep, get ready. Two days ago, this came out. This is breaking okay. news. Mm-hmm. Studio Ghibli Fall Fashion Collection launches at Hot Topic. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually very <laughs> cute. It's uh, the sub headline is Hot Topic has launched a cozy fall fashion collection of fans of collection of fans of Studio Ghibli's. Classic Wait, animated you can films. Buy the fans? That is I'm incorrect. Confused. Yeah, they've made a typo in their headline. Great. Okay. Mm. I like that Hot Topic has basically become an anime merchandise store. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> it is is funny. anime the new goth? No, it's way more popular. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like goth was more popular than it wanted to be. Or the, yeah. than it. Like. The coolness of goth was supposed to be that no one liked you or understood you, but then it got way too popular, and then everyone was goth for a while. Yeah, that's true. We all went through our goth phase, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Where we went to raves. Uh, no. clove cigarettes. I wasn't cool. We all did this, you know? You guys are agreeing with me. I forgot, you're the cure uh, era of goth, or maybe- I mean, Genuinely, I did love the Smiths for a yeah, long time I when say. I was a teen. That's fine, uh, but you can't accuse Matt of being cure era goth when they were already popular when he was born. Right, but like the era of like when I was in high school, being goth was more like metalhead adjacent. Mm, yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, these are very cute. They're very fall themed. There's like a button down shirt, a corduroy romper, uh, several cardigans, a uh, different plaid shirt, and they all have little those little soot sprites that like those little star candies. And there's oh, yeah. there's bread for uh, uh, Kiki's delivery service. It's great. Do you think they put those suit sprites in suit suit soot sprites <laughs> in um, Spirited Away just for merchandising? Because that seems to be what they the main purpose they serve now. Yeah. Which is weird, because I feel like Miyazaki is extremely against any idea of merchandising, but yeah, they're still doing it, so that happens somehow, right? <laughs> he is for the idea of making money, though, is the thing. I guess yeah. so. He needs, the, he needs the money to uh, power whatever evil machinery is keeping him alive <laughs> and working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he still smoking all the time in everything <laughs> oh, yeah, you see I was him just in? About that. Probably. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, this is super cute, and I like that there is no um, substance to this article at all. They show some pictures. They have a link to Hot Topic. That is all is you it can possible do. Possible. This is just an ad for Hot Topic you clicked on. Very possible. It's comicbook.com. <laughs> Don't know anything about that. But mm. I like that. There's that. So then. In the article, quote-unquote article, it says, Studio Ghibli is about to hold an official dating event for singles in Japan. So there's a whole topic about that. Has nothing to do with this. It says, oh, wouldn't it be fun if you wore one of these pieces to something like that? Irrelevant. And then it ends with an entire (laughs) two paragraphs on the new Studio Ghibli movie coming out, The Boy and the Heron. So there's nothing to this whatsoever. Why would you want to date... Yeah. someone based on yeah the stu- like what is the uh, what is the appeal to going to a studio ghibli themed dating event does anyone know i feel no. like you would get those people who are way too into it 
And yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, you wouldn't want well, to. Well, they people. those those people need to meet each other somewhere. I, I guess so. so. Yeah, and live in their Studio Ghibli themed apartment <laughs> with yeah. during my topic close. Dying of a during, wasting disease. <laughs> during my brief tenure on Match dot com, when I went on dates with people, I went on many dates with people who were convinced that the thing they were extremely into was normal, mm-hmm. and. I needed to, you know, let's say it, suffer through eating a dinner with someone who wanted to talk a lot about uh, sunflowers or Abraham Lincoln or whatever the thing is that they were really into. Yeah. And I feel like, I guess it's good to quarantine those people off, but maybe they need to be told in a gentle way that it's fine to love the thing you love, but maybe don't expect everyone else to also love it that much, you know? Yeah, you kind of have to float it out there. Like, I really love this thing and see what the reaction is and then maybe not talk about it anymore. Yeah. 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 Be like, anyway, this... I don't, I don't want to tiptoe around the subject, but there's something I really like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Try might have drop, noticed my man. Drop tattoos. subtle hints like that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there's something that's extremely important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to step on any toes here. <laughs> but I do. I don't want to be woke or anything, but I do need to give you a trigger warning about my whatever. <laughs> oh no, is this person into being, is their kink being rude? It's yeah. not feet at all? <laughs> no, it's Joe Rogan, is that <laughs> they're secretly into? Oh man. Anyway, Gross. this collection. Can you imagine? I'm so <laughs> glad, so glad that I don't need to date in the era where there is a chance that somebody might be extremely into Joe Rogan. Yeah, I think you'd know right away, though, right? I suppose. I mean, thank God I'm not a person who has to date men. <laughs> <laughs> nobody has like, to. Like, yeah, men. nobody has to. <laughs> yeah, I feel like even if you're a straight woman, you have to be like. Mm. Dating a stranger man is not good. Not a good, like, just strategic play at this point. Ah, yeah. but what pa- if he pass. really likes to cosplay as Hal from Hal's Moving Castle? That's not a red flag, mm. right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds normal to me, actually. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> anyway, this collection is huge now that I've gotten to Hot Topic. There's, like, Totoro slippers. There's a calcifer frying pan. Uh, Who's calcifer? Oh, now who's a fake uh, studio? I never claimed to be a fan of Miyazaki. I think it's fine, but yeah, I don't know who Calcifer is. I didn't is go either. to this dating. I He's thought this the... was a normal dating event. <laughs> He's the fire demon who powers Howl's Moving Castle. Ah, hmm. I've never watched Howl's Moving Castle. Maybe I should. Also yeah, it's pretty good. Not. I like that um, because it's based on a book. It has a plot, unlike a lot of uh, hmm. Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, that's a selling point. Honestly, I fell off of the Studio Ghibli uh, train when I watched Ponyo, which is like if the Little Mermaid was creepy and didn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't get through that one. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of these movies, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, I need to stop just staring at this merchandise, (laughs) because that's no good. Alright, well, start buying it. (laughs) If you like this show, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and please tell a friend about the show so we can continue to grow. And if you uh, want to get in touch with us, you can find us on X at HackTheNet. Uh, and if you wanted to... No, that's not right. Is that right? <laughs> at HackTheNet Podcast? HackTheNetPod, no. I believe. Yeah, okay. At HackTheNetPod. Wow. Let's just All stop right. doing X. Everyone stop doing X, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, um, I, 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 uh, I, in my mind, categorized you as a coward for uh, switching over from calling it Twitter to calling it X. Okay, that's fine. I am a coward. Um, if you, well, the best way to get in touch with us is to join our Discord, where we all the time are talking to our fans. Every week we have great conversations with folks about whatever the topic of the show was. So if you want to join that Discord, you just need to message one of us on social media. Uh, you can find me on Blue Sky at Matt Heron. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Steam, Jeff JK. Other places, no thanks. <laughs> And I'm on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. And on YouTube at... Yes, at Louisa's Workshop. You'll be able to find it because my uh, symbol is a... mm, Symbol. My avatar is a picture of a snail that has a bunch of fantasy bullshit on it. (laughs) 
Alrighty. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. Please come back next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. Yeah, I'm the best around. (laughs) 